You're listening to The Self-Worth Circle, hosted by Julie Haxel and Eva Eslander. We are here to remind you to raise your self-worth and wear your invisible crown. It's time. Hello and welcome back. It's your... <laughs> your circle is back. <laughs> Hi. Today we have a big subject to talk about. It is fear. (laughs) (laughs) This is a huge topic. It has basically to do with, let me see, everything. And life. Yeah, everything. Fear. Um, What are you scared of right now? I feel like that was such a shitty question to start with. What am I? I'm afraid of, um, I guess I'm, there is a part of me that is afraid of being seen fully. Um, Still, like with, (laughs) even we are doing this podcast and this is like a step towards the direction I want to go. I feel I, I still have a lot of fear to be seen. Um, I have a lot of fear of letting go of certain things that no longer serve me. I have, I'm afraid of, I know this is going to sound silly to some of you, but I am afraid of darkness. And we actually, yeah, we talked about this. I am, yeah. um, uh, What else fear? Um, I mean. I think this is also a big subject around the coronavirus. Yeah. Well, Interestingly enough, actually, I'm not afraid of the coronavirus. Yeah, um, I have the same. I have like another friend who also, she sent me a voice message and she was like, it feels really weird to say this, but I actually haven't freaked out yet. And I'm the same, like, I'm waiting for that, like, oh my fucking God moment. Mm-hmm. Because I've been like, okay, yeah, okay, well... I was in Bali when the when, in March when mm-hmm. there was like the big everything was shutting down. I was like, okay, well, I'll just go to my family's summer house yeah. in the south of Finland and I'll sit there and wait this out. Yeah, I feel like the money, like the yeah, the biggest question for me during this time is like how and where is the best money source for me mm-hmm. because. It's just like hard yeah. <laughs> with teaching on the, but you are teaching online at the moment. I am a little bit. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, well, fear like has to do, well, fear. Okay. Chakra. Um, chakra wise. <laughs> chakra Where wise. Is fear? Uh, fear is uh, located at the base of your spine. It's the first primary chakra. It is connects to your survival mode, safety. So this has to do with your health, your wealth, anything you connect with stability and safety in your life. So it has to do with money, career, your home, shelter, food, water, anything you need in order to feel safe. So this coronavirus, it's only natural. It does kind of bring it bring up fear in people because it does affect those areas it affects you monetarily it affects you maybe health-wise or at least there's the the fear of it it affecting you or your loved ones but even so like we've talked like Mm. we 
don't have fear of the actual virus. No, you- I actually think I had it when I came back. Yeah. For like, I, I think I was a carrier of it. And then yeah. it like broke out when I, after the whole flying and just the travel, because I was super stressed. And, and then I had like symptoms for three days and then I was fine. And it was like the exact. And my friend was like, who's a doctor? was like, yeah, you probably have it because Bali, <laughs> they didn't do anything about it over there. Like everyone was coughing and everyone was working normally at the cafe so like sneezing in your face yeah Um, in my green juice (laughs) like here's an extra dose of COVID-19 with your ginger lemon (laughs) beverage (laughs) um yeah but it's like for sure it was more about like respecting the locals Mm -hmm. and like older people and older older people yeah um the elders the elders but uh like well, it's not to sound like arrogant, like, oh, we're no. not afraid because we feel that we're healthy. But I just, to be honest, I'm not, I, I, I mean, of course, it's healthy to have some fear around certain things. But with this coronavirus, I just think it's healthier to stay connected to your body, to yourself, to your mind, and not give in to that fear-based energy because that is what is going to lower your immune system. Right. Um, That's going to affect you the most when you walk around being afraid of everything and everyone. And also like, because everything around us are telling us that we shouldn't really be in contact with people or make physical contact like even hugging right now feels like is it okay for me like when you came in Mm -hmm. today I was like is it okay to hug you right and it feels really unnatural for me to walk around being like oh oh, hey 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 like I don't know where I have the person and it's yeah well you kind of have to read people (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'd say probably most people would think it's not okay yeah, to hug it's right like now. The elbow high it's five. the elbow high five. And sure, I mean, makes sense to be careful and cautious and all that. But then at the same time, like on the flip side of things, like touching touch is healing. Right. Like connection is healing. It's so important. It is important. It's like one of our, our basic human needs. So primal. It's primal. And that has to do with the first chakra as well. Like it like the primal, primal needs. Um I mean, all this being said, of course, we are being cautious and washing our hands or not going, oh, doggy here, (laughs) got afraid. Um, And we're not like licking every doorknob or or, like making out with every stranger on the street. Unfortunately. But but I just think it's not healthy to give in to this insane amount of fear that is being honestly... I'm sorry, the little conspiracy theory is just coming out of me, but it's being widespread in all media. It's like fear, 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 fear. Be afraid of that. Be afraid. You can't do that. You can't meet up with him or her. Or you can see, like, it's, I feel like it's. There's a lot of power with fear also. It's a huge way to control people. Yeah. It's such a basic control. Like, it's a control method. It's like control through fear. And yeah, I just hope it, I, I'm not wanting not to offend all. anyone no. with this, but I just think it's really important to have common sense around this really. and 
like we said, wash your hands and be cautious, but and respect it, others and also, respect yeah. others and their, of course, and their space, but to isolate yourself for months for, for how long, like forever the, the virus, as it seems, is not going to, it's not going to go, go away anywhere. anytime <laughs> soon. So, so, um, I just think it's really important to connect with yourself and, yeah. and, and the truth you have within you about yeah. this like and if someone <laughs> is freaking out um i think the best thing like in my what i see is if someone's really scared and freaking out it's not your place to try to convince them that it's not it's not dangerous or blah 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 but try to kind of just stay connected to your beliefs and set a, what's like a, not an example, but, you know, try to spread the calm, not the panic. Panic. Otherwise, everyone's going to run around like headless hens on mm -hmm. the streets. And, or, or actually like, locking themselves in. And yeah, that. with the toilet paper. Like, yeah. we already saw this, like, toilet paper yeah. hysteria and everyone was hoarding canned beans. Right. And that's and interesting also because that is, like, fear-based behavior. It's, like, taking care of your primal needs and, like, going to the toilet is one of your primal needs. So for a chakra, you need toilet paper, you need food. So you just immediately, when you're feeling fear, you just, like, react by taking care of those primal needs with the toilet TP and, <laughs> and the beans. But um, yeah, I guess what I'm wanting to say is, is like, of course, be wise. Of course, wash your hands, take care of yourself and your health, but don't allow yourself to be swept away by the constant fear-based news. Yeah. Don't do too much research or do research and then, I don't know. It's a really interesting subject to talk about because there's so much, there's so much around it. Right. And every time you turn on the radio, there's like, coronavirus, blah, 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 and same on the TV. And mm -hmm. it's like the subject and it's going to be the subject for a long time, a long time, probably. And I feel like also with this whole thing, even I notice when I'm talking about it, I feel very scattered. Like my mind kind of jumps. It's almost like this pendulum. So from one side to the other and, and like, it's like a roller coaster of emotions. And I feel like I've also gone through it. Like first when this happened, okay, fear. Okay. I hope my, my, you know, my, no, none of my family members get sick. And I did go through all these emotions and, and what if I get sick and, 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 you know, okay, now we need to isolate. Now we need to do this and that and that. Like, But now after having gone through this pendulum of fear, non-fear, what to do, what not to do, what is true, what is not true, I do feel the like for me, one of the most important messages that is is coming is, is not to give in to fear. But even having said so, I notice like when I do verbalize this, I'm like, also, I guess I'm afraid of coming out, like getting this message out wrong. Cause it's like, for sure, I understand it can be terrifying. 
um, for people who are within within um, the risk group, so yeah. to speak, or that have family members in the risk group. And it's terrifying. Like I have a family member who is. Mm-hmm. Same. But- so do I. Yeah. But like, it's a tough one. Yeah. It because is. there's not really a right or wrong way of reacting here. No. It's just going with what feels right and not spreading the not spread I was gonna not spread spreading the virus but more like not spreading the mm, I don't want to feel I don't want to sound like yeah it's not black and white mm-hmm. it's great it's like this is a very big huge gray zone Right. Many shades of gray. Many shades of gray. And and even like here, you notice with this coronavirus, it's one of the things that you notice with people is there's like a huge division between people, like how they look at the situation. Mm-hmm. Some of them are very, like liberal, maybe that would be like, kind of like, yeah, I like feel it's okay to like even with countries, you see this, like their strategies and, right. and like governments, how they, they approach this thing. They um, make it seem very black and white, yeah. even though it's very much a gray zone. Right. Um, but what you were saying? No, like the, the division, like how, you know, some see like, this is the way to go. Yeah. Like uh, isolate, isolate, isolate everyone, lock down, right. stay indoors. And then we have Sweden. And then we have Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and maybe the truth is just somewhere in between. Like, God, who knows? I don't know. Like, because someone was saying, like, we're doing it the whole wrong way around. We're shutting down the country. We're shutting down borders within the country. And now everything is like the economy is crashing and blah, blah, blah. And now we have to open up everything. And now everyone is going to get sick. But and, Sweden and was like, everyone is, is just going to yeah. be sick. And now, like, they, they've just been like doing their own thing and everyone has been hating on Sweden so hard on this social media is quite funny and I'm like I'm Switzerland here I haven't like neutral no opinion (laughs) I don't even know what Switzerland is doing right now but uh yeah it's a tough one it's a tough one fear right and it's it's this this whole thing is bringing up a lot of fear Mm. all kinds of things Have you seen what have you like in your circles of friends and family? How has it been? Um, Well, my really close family, they are isolating. Like they are um, basically like in their summer house, not um, having any social interactions with anyone else but them but themselves uh i have a few friends who are in full like self-isolation lockdown mode and then i have um some friends who have met with like a couple friends like their current quarantine buddies that's what like you don't say my friend anymore it's like oh this is my quarantine buddy to i guess justify or be like okay about meeting up right um so it's it's very diverse it's mixed and, but the, but what kind of is, I see is a lot of judgment from both ends. It's like people that are self-isolating are judging the ones that are 
that are still kind of socialite or meeting up with with some friends or some people and then I guess the people that are more like free social social or (laughs) meeting up with some friends are then again maybe being like laughing at laughing about yeah. yeah so it's it's the division yeah um so it's yeah it's interesting because the only thing we should do is to have just compassion for one another yeah and I maybe it's also like a generation thing uh because my younger brother he's like not really um I was speaking to him the other day and he was like I asked him what he was gonna do we we were planning on the the mother's day yeah thingy and he was like yeah I'm gonna see blah 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 and then I'm gonna go to blah blah blah's house and then I'm gonna go to this third person and we're gonna go golf and I'm like are you even like are you aware of the whole situation he's like yeah it's like cool cool good 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 are you so I think his generation is just like whatever like they are they're not being reckless but no one of them are they're just not buying into it mm-hmm no, and I, I use mean, buying into it like but, but, it. But, but yeah, but I mean, I I could see. It. <laughs> I mean, it's he's like careful, but he's like yeah. not. He hasn't stopped living, right? He's the same. Well, I could say I haven't stopped living either. I have. It's not like I've met a whole bunch of people, but I have. I have met met um, some people. Uh, it's been yeah work related, or then there's been a few social interactions. Mm, always under the 10, 10 yeah. people though, mm, which is the, the government regulation right now at, at this moment. But even so, like when you do meet up with a few people, there is a lot of judgment happening from some people, right? Like yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And especially like, I, I feel like many, even when I had my cousin over to our mm-hmm. summer place, she was like, don't put this on the story because I don't right. want to like, it's interesting. Right. And I'm like, I haven't even thought of that. Like yeah. people could be judging me. And, they, and now and, I'm super yeah. aware of it. Every time I'm like, oh, I know. Should right? I or should I not upload this story? Right. And I've never been like that. I'm like, hello, I'm now eating a hamburger and I don't know what that was. You're yeah. so right. Like, so I just had that actually too. Like I had um, a private yoga class and like, it wasn't online streaming. We actually met up and then I put it on my Instagram feed. And then I was like, whoa, wait, is, are people going to think that is wrong? But then, Mm -hmm. okay, that's, you know what, that, that says like, that's their view. Right. That's, I have my way of living and I have my beliefs and I follow what I feel to be true. And I have my my choice is not to give in to fear. And that's my choice, you know, and that, and then the same way people have their choices and their beliefs and their views of the situation. And, and yeah, I mean, to each his own. Yeah. We're all doing our best in, according to what we believe to be right. true and the truth of this situation. Yeah. And it's a really complicated situation. So yeah, I don't have any tips on this, but I'm trying my best. I'm trying to not go to the grocery store every day, but mm-hmm. plan maybe two days a week. And um, well, I'm I'm quite lucky since I'm like spending a lot of time 
outside of the city. And I am quite isolated all the time, just with the dogs and my partner. And I have friends coming over for, for, for the weekend, but, and I see my mom maybe once a week mm -hmm. because she lives in a city next to where I'm staying. So, but yeah, but I think yeah. if I would be here in Helsinki, uh, I would probably meet up with friends more mm -hmm. because otherwise I would go crazy. Yeah. Like there's no, it's hard when you don't even have an easy access to nature here. It's a real effort to just find a nice big park, especially here in Kallio. <laughs> yeah. And I like also with the whole isolation and lockdown, there's like, you know, there's a lot of talks about like the long-term effects of that. Like, right. For instance, in Mexico, um, I just shared this uh, on my Facebook, like there's been like women, like domestic violence has skyrocketed yeah. and just like murders, like women have been murdered due to, due to this lockdown, you know, domestic violence. And okay, so that's just one thing. What about mental health and right. people getting depressed? What about like the economical disaster and people going bankrupt and their mm -hmm. mortgages and into debt and what what like what's going to be the long-term effect of that so really kind of seeing the whole picture is really well foggy because we don't have the whole picture but also seeing the 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 some of the the different elements the spectrum of it like those things like what's what's better to lock down everything and isolate everyone right. or to have some freedom I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know. We had this discussion also with uh, Villa, who's my partner, uh, in the during the morning because the schools are opening here in Finland yeah. next week. And I don't know how I feel about that. Like, actually, I don't know. Like, I'm both, like, for it because I know that some children have it very, very, have a very difficult situation at home. But then again... What about families with uh, family members of autoimmune disease or auto? I'm, how, how do you, autoimmune? Is it auto? I don't auto know. <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah. So it's like very, again, very. I just feel very, very split. I don't know what I feel. And, and my that, mom's yeah. a teacher, so I know that she could be easily. But I know that she won't. Also. She's very like, I, I'm, I don't know, and but the, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and that's the biggest thing. Maybe this, no one knows and we're all just speculating and we all are like, there's not even science, enough science right. about this to have like enough data to know what the long-term effects are or the short-term or what the, you know, we just have the choices our, our government has done. And then we have You can compare that to other countries and, but really like the full long-term effects, we're just going to find out later. And, and I mean, it's a, it's a gamble. Yeah. But what is, I feel like lack of better work word is what I do feel is sad is the division of people. Like I do see the huge divide division like some people who think like like and I feel like both of us are kind of like we don't know like yeah. it's like everything kinda is both. gray kind of both yeah. but some people are so full like black or white in mm. their views of no full lockdown and some are like 
let this virus like do its thing and and let it kind of have its natural whatever's yeah process the organic process of the virus well yeah because you can't lock down forever but i guess the whole idea with the lockdown initially was to you know not to um, spread it spread or like to have the the health um flatten the curve flatten the curve and have the health uh, like sector be able to handle all the yeah the infection or the disease right it's a hard topic yeah yeah. Even talking about it out loud, it's like, oh, it it's yeah. It's I don't know really what hard I to navigate. Say, yeah, because right. I don't want to upset anyone. Right, but I am for sure gonna upset someone. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> like that's just human nature. But I, I guess that's that's the view. I feel I have is like there is no true answer answer to this. Just compassion compassion like drop into the compassion and i'm not saying that i've been perfect and i have been a little bit leaning towards one side and then the other day i'm leaning towards the other side and mm-hmm. yeah like the pendulum again like yeah, going yeah, from yeah. roller coaster like what's right what's wrong right. what's like yeah one day i'm laughing at my neighbor who's freaking out and then the other day i'm like no have respect for him <laughs> But it's it's almost like also kind of like what his what our government has been putting out is mm. like wear face ma- masks. Oh, they don't work. Don't wear face masks. Right, right. Like it's <laughs> like uh, only elderly people can get sick. No, also healthy people and young people can yeah, get sick. Yeah, and a dog also had it. Yeah, so and a tiger. Like, like no one knows. <laughs> no one knows. So, but every like there's also people. Yeah, I don't know. So how to nav- how to navigate this fear? How to navigate fear overall, because I know when I'm scared, it's it's just easy to, like, I know exactly what I should do. And I know exactly that there is a lot of power also behind that fear, but it's so hard to tap out of it. It's like when I'm afraid, I'm afraid of darkness, sorry, that was my phone. I'm really afraid of the dark and it always comes up when I'm alone somewhere super close to nature where there where there is very like potent and a lot of energy like cities are easier because you can always blame the neighbor or the tram or anything really but then when you're somewhere in the middle of nowhere suddenly everything becomes a little bit scary during the so what are you afraid of like when you go because actually it's I share this fear with you but I just want to ask you like so when you think think about like okay you being afraid in the dark like what are you afraid of spirits and ghosts like what is it that scares you like what do you feel like they're gonna do or happen to you I think like horror movie scenarios like they they will show that show themselves and you don't want to see them yeah yeah um and I know like I do, I'm, I'm a believer of any realm and like spirit and so on. And I know that I can be, I can set boundaries with them also. But right. then I, when I do that, I kind of, when I set the boundary while I'm scared, I feel like it's not a boundary. It's just like me, like, away. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a squeaky little yeah. voice. And 
then when I'm listening to like a pod, like Shaman Durek is always like, yeah, you can just like, whatever, like go away and they'll go away or you can help them to the light. And I'm yeah. like, hell yeah. Yeah. I'll do that the next time. Yeah. And then <laughs> when night comes, when I'm alone, I'm like, go away. It's, it's impossible. So I'm like working with that now. You know what I think that is? I think that's like being oversensitive and like an empath or like kind of, because I have that as well. And it, it's not <laughs> rational. It's like, okay, you're a 34 year old woman <laughs> and you are afraid of the dark. Like that makes no sense. And yes, dear listeners, <laughs> I am afraid of the dark. There are ghosts. There are, but it's like the same thing that you said, like what scares me? Like what, what do you think is going to happen? I think they're going to be like, boo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's like the horror movie. Maybe what I think is going to happen, what I think about is that I'm going to see them, like physically see Mm. them in this realm. And that's going to traumatize me. Yeah. So, so, and I would it, I don't think it would, you would be like, yeah, so a ghost yesterday. And I would be like, cool, let's talk about it more. But then what would happen next? But would you walk around? I think once you see them, it's like, okay, that was scary, but now... But what happens next? Like you see the ghost and then it's standing in then front of you. Then maybe you can talk to him. You can be like, hey, dude, what's up? Why are you here? Because usually they're just restless and they're just like... And that's why they're showing up yeah, too. Just like they don't know what... They're stuck, right? But we're already afraid of like <laughs> this encounter, even though it hasn't happened. Like that's the fear. To, now you have to socialize. You <laughs> have to become buddies. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> okay, right. But okay. So when you said, "Have I?" Did you ask me if I've seen ghosts? Have or, you seen a ghost? Or did I just imagine you asking me that? Probably it I can did. be. I, I have not ask it. So maybe you just got this. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I, I haven't like seen seen ghosts, but I have felt felt <laughs> seen. I have felt yeah. felt ghosts, or they have um okay. like a physical touch. No, like in a dream. Yeah, kind of. Well, not a fi- well. I don't know how to put this, like energetically, I felt, yeah. I felt the ghost yeah. and it wasn't just me. It was actually another girl and this, we shared the room. This was in Italy a couple of years back, like three, four years back. It was like an old mansion that you were staying It in. was. Yeah. 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 It was an old man. Like it was a beautiful villa. Um, we were there, like it was a yoga retreat. I was there, one of the, the retreat leaders and me and this beautiful light being, her name's Kingsley. Much love to you, Kingsley, if you're listening. We were sharing a room and uh, it was the first night that I got there. And um, sure enough, I was jet lagged because I had just flown in from Mexico and I mean, it's a long travel. And then, um, so we go to bed and I start hearing this weird buzzing sound. Like there's no other way to describe it as like a, like imagine having, like you're looking for the channel in a radio or like that weird sound, but it's inside of your head. Oh my God. Yes. Weird. Um, That's scary already. And then um, was it when you were in the room? Or? This is when I was in, room, in the Only room. Only in the room. Only in the room. And this there was, was like, a radio station search in, in your in head. In my head. And, um, and then I start having like, so, okay, then, so I'm, this is kind of like when it gets murky, because I'm not sure if that happened 
in my sleep already or kind of like that stage just before you fall asleep, yeah. right? So that's also the stage when you're the most receptive right. to anything. Um, so, okay. So then I have these super vivid dreams, lucid dreams of like, I'm not going to go into the details, but like rape, murder, blood, and, uh, crazy oh demon dog wanting to get inside of the, the room and is going to attack Kingsley. Like that's my dream. What the fuck? Yes. This is disturbing. Oh my God. AF. And I'm like, okay, okay. I can't like, then I wake up out, like of it. I'm like, oh my God. And again, that buzzing sound and then you go back to sleep. And then I forget like exactly how it played out. But then in the morning, I'm like, holy shit. Like I was not rested at all. Yeah. I had had the... Hang, the ish the hangover worst of a, night ever yeah. and i had like anxiety i was like oh that felt horrible and then i look at kingsley she wakes up and i'm like how did you sleep and she looks at me and she's like well horrible she couldn't sleep because she kept hearing this buzzing sound and then she thought that it was a mosquito that she was trying to kill and she kept putting the light on but she couldn't see it anywhere yes and then she had also had horrible nightmares like super violent aggressive scary nightmares and we freaked the f out like we were like oh my god like there's a spirit in the room and we were like the retreat leaders so we can't tell anyone in the retreat because it's gonna they're gonna either a think we're crazy (laughs) or b be scared so none of these options is is a good option as a retreat leader you want you don't want that you have to hold space for everyone so you can't be the one who's like hey hold space for me we have this italian demon (laughs) we need to was it a man or a woman i just i don't i think like masculine probably male i don't know yeah so what we did is we go to this, so we go on a field trip with the group and, um, and we are like, we need to get sage. Like we need to cleanse this room. Like we, let's get, <laughs> it's like, como se dice sage in Italia. <laughs> We're like trying to find sage in this tiny go to the kitchen. Italian probably had it. And we do find some weird Where? form of sage. No, like it wasn't, we went on a field trip, like to a town and we okay, bought okay, it there. Okay. And then we just like sprinkle sage all over the room. We put salt around yeah, the bed. Every corner. Like, oh yeah, we're like saging the f out of the room. Salt like everywhere. And then we're like, should we tell Eddie? Eddie was also one of the retreat leaders and the chef of the the retreat. And we're like, yeah, okay, because we have to we have to share this. And then Eddie goes, well, yeah, that's why I didn't want to sleep in the room in the first place. And we're like, wait, what? Why didn't you tell us you felt this? Like, why didn't you say anything? Like, if you felt that, it's like, well, that's why I'm sleeping in the, like, the hallway. What? He was like, what? It's like, yeah, I felt a weird vibe. We're like, cool. Well, okay. Well, now we've cleansed the room. So let's just make a deal. We're not going to tell anyone. Deal, deal, deal. Okay. Fast forward, maybe (laughs) a couple nights or whatever. One night, I forget. And Eddie ends up staying, uh, like, um with a few of the guests the or the the retreat uh guests and like they're having a few glasses of wine and whatever enjoying the italian beautiful sunset and sure enough eddie is like well guess what kingsley and ava think they have a good well i don't know if he said thing but he like told them about this so encounter yes and then (laughs) 
the next day, um, <laughs> this one guy is like, oh, so I heard about that ghost. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, Eddie. Like, why did you tell this story? Like, no. <laughs> and then this guy says to me, well, next time the ghost comes, just send it over to my room. Because he was, he had He didn't book. say that. Yes, he did. Like, he was like, he was joking. He was like, just send yeah. it over to my room and I'll take care of it. And like, he, jokingly. It went to him. So listen, so right. this is where it gets freaky. Oh my God, no. So, um, so then, um, I forget if it was the, that exact night it happened or whatever, like soon. Sure enough, the freaking buzzing sound comes back. To your room? To my room, to oh. my head. Okay. Right. So I'm like, am I, I I'm losing yeah. my mind here. And you know what I do? I tell this ghost to go to Dana's room, like go to Dana's room. And I just keep, yeah, I shit you not. And I just tell it like, go like out of this room to the next room. Yeah. Okay. This is no freaking joke. <laughs> the next morning we have breakfast. Dana comes up to me. Oh, I had some really weird dreams. No Yes. Way. And this is the dude who. Yes. This okay. is the dude. I was like, whoop. Yep. True there story. You there you have it. There so, you have it. I mean. So you can just easily communicate. You can communicate yeah. with them. That's what my, like my mom is very uh, open to all of this. And she also, she always told me that you can just say to them, like, go away. Like, don't bother me right now. But yeah, I feel like it doesn't work with me. I feel like they just like, they step back and kind of just hang around to fuck with me. I don't know. Bastards. Fucking bastards. <laughs> Well, I had one like yeah, please a few share. a few years ago when I got back from uh I spent a year in Australia and then a few months in the Philippines and then when I got back I went straight to her summer house in the south of Finland Hanko with my friend and there's a lot of things there but mostly really good good forest spirits um <laughs> I feel like a crazy person just talking like this but there is also very, like, one very restless, I don't know, soul, or I feel like it's a man. Um, and this has just happened to me once. Um, I woke up and I felt someone, like, pull my leg. Ooh. Like, I actually went like down the bed a little bit and I was like fuck no I'm like getting out of here and we just like I woke her up and we packed our stuff this is like morning mm -hmm. so it was quite, quite light outside and it's like light outside 24 7 during the summers anyways and I'm usually when I'm I'm there alone during winter or autumn then it's like really creepy but this is like summertime is usually like fine and it was just horrendous but yeah, that's like the only like physical. It felt like an attack, like really like I but I I know that back then I didn't have any boundaries either. I didn't know how to even like I was probably like super open because I spent a month at a detox like raw food detox meditation freaking retreat in Palawan. So you I was were, like, you had a lot open. of light probably the, the look is dark, like dark, like light attracts darkness. Right. right. So you, they were drawn to your light. And I didn't know how to kind of just have a, like set up a boundary mm -hmm. towards that. So I was like, 
just this vessel, mm-hmm. I feel like. And now it's more like, hey, no. Like you're but more you in your power and you know how to set that like self-worth towards the <laughs> boundary. <laughs> but it's still scary. Like when I'm alone, when no one is there, it can feel a little bit overwhelming. But I just like turn the lights on and put some like Netflix mm-hmm. for some background something. Yeah. Distraction. But the scariest thing is like the dogs always, um, they react um, on things. And especially the one of them who's more sensitive, he, he can like stand up and start barking towards a corner. And that freaks me out because I know that dogs and animals can sense energetics mm-hmm. better than people. And then when my partner comes back from like uh, Helsinki back to the summer place where I'm alone with my dogs, he's like, no, there's nothing. And then nothing happens because he kind of even, he evens out the neutralizes neutralizes everything. Right. So I don't know. It feels like they fuck with me every time I'm alone. I should probably just like face them and like, hey, fuck off or bring them to the light. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You should probably come over. Have in. you ever uh, experienced like sleep paralysis? Uh, I have a couple of times when I was a child. Yeah. Okay. But not in those like scary ways when people yeah. feel someone sitting on them yeah. or like my mom has like the strangle. Like, is it strangle? What's tripa? Yeah, to strangle. Strangle. She had like one just a couple nights ago. Mm-hmm. Um, man and woman. Have you? I have a couple times too. But I feel like for, for me then when, then when that happened in my life, it was because I wasn't taking care of my body okay. and I was weak. So yeah. uh, it's also happened to... Uh, like the energy body becomes weaker yes. and then you're more... Yeah, because your physical body is not mm-hmm. like healthy so then the subtle body becomes weaker like your aura shrinks and it's easier for them like there's holes in your aura they get in easier and it's the same with alcohol like and drugs and that's why you say that people become possessed when they do drugs and they see you know spirits and even like the word spirit is like and what alcohol does it you use alcohol to take the Mm. spirit out of something like but i feel also when i have had a couple of Mm -hmm. glasses of wine and i fall asleep i hear a lot of like this will sound very weird, but mm-hmm. I hear voices before right. I fall asleep and it's not mine. Yeah. And especially like sometimes it happens without alcohol, but I, it's like that in-between phase becomes, the in-between phase between you being awake and you falling asleep becomes longer Yeah, when you have had any alcohol. So I kind of feel like I linger around there and I hear weird shit but it can also be a very creative place sometimes yeah if you think of like well it's a great artists yeah they've been alcoholics because you know what drug addicts <laughs> it's 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 an altered state of being so anything can come in right it's an altered state of being so it's a different way of being and it's mm-hmm. the same like when you think of drugs like you get to kind of tap into different areas of your brain and and the same kind of happens with with alcohol too right um so not to say, you know, it's all bad and it's all right. good. Like, because like, we do drink alcohol. It's, so. it's like all gray again. Yeah. But with the sleep paralysis, it's, it's really interesting. So if you've never heard of it, so what basically happens is like your your body is asleep. asleep so you can't, you're paralyzed, like you can't move, but your eyes can be open and you can see yeah. things. So 
there's not a lot of scientific research about it because they don't know what it really happens. Uh, if you Google sleep paralysis, you'll see a bunch of super scary images and they all yeah. like all have one thing theme in common, which is like some kind of dark entity or energy being present. And that's also what I've experienced when it's happened to me. Like it's been some kind of dark energy being yeah. present and trying to come inside of me, like oh, really? enter my body. Okay. Yeah. And um, it happened the first time when I was like maybe 22 or 23. I just broken up with my my um, boyfriend at the time and I had moved alone. I lived in a small flat in Punabuari and I um, I felt like these two and I had been partying a lot. I was like partying three, four times a week and just like not taking care of myself at all. And I just felt like these two entities wanted to take over my body, yeah. so to speak. And I thought I was losing it because I didn't know what that was. Right. I thought I was losing my mind. But it's it's really interesting. Like when like because like with everything, like there's so many things we don't know about. Right. Like is sleep paralysis similar to like lucid dreaming? No. That's another you feel fully awake right. in sleep perils. Like but you're fully aware I, of your surroundings. Right? Have you ever had like you're asleep, your eyes are closed. Yeah. And you're aware that you're dreaming. Yes. And you know that you could do stuff, but you feel super like heavy and you can't really move in your dream. That happens a lot to me and it's super frustrating because I, I'm like, yeah, lucid dreaming. And then I'm like, oh my God, I can't. And I I had this like a, a week ago when I fell asleep. I didn't sleep at all because my boyfriend was in Helsinki and I was alone at their summer mm -hmm. place and I was very scared all night. So I had all the lights on and I was watching Netflix until like 3 a.m. And then I fell asleep and then I woke up to a mouse, I don't know, running around the kitchen. And I first thought I first I thought it was a ghost and blah, blah, blah. Then I fell asleep again around 5 a.m. and I slept until 6. And in that, like between, um, during that time, I dreamt and I knew I was dreaming, but I, I, I wanted, I wanted it to be a lucid dream where I could just like fly. Right. But I was very, very much stuck in my body and there was someone in my kitchen it wasn't the mouse anymore. It was like this woman. So it was like this weird in between. Kind of like a mix of reality yeah. and dreams. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like very mm. much stuck. I But aware that I was dreaming. I've had some kind of similar, like kind of like a, a same, like a mix of, of almost like the space yeah. you're in that gets mixed up with the dream. I have right. had those um, for sure. Actually, now when I think of it, it just like one came up, popped into my mind. When I lived in Mexico, I had a dream that <laughs> that these aliens <laughs> landed on the the backyard and yeah. that they were like putting this blue light into the apartment that, um, mm. so I was like in the dream, I was in the same apartment where I lived and I couldn't, like, I was trying to get out of the bedroom into the kitchen or the living room, but I couldn't move because of the blue light. Ooh. So it's like, it felt very, and like you were saying stuck. Yeah. So that kind of same, like heavy or like, like idea of heavy, like, like moving hard through to move. like, yes, yes, something thicker than oh syrup. Yes, that, like uh, uh, that was exactly what I felt yeah. in that dream. That's exactly the same thing now that I think about it. And it's not it. the one where you're being chased by something and you're trying to run, run away. It's like something even like 
you can't really move. No. Like it's really hard to move. But, but you're, you're not stuck. Like you're not you're aware of yeah. yourself. Like you're, you have some kind of awareness <laughs> right. in the dream. And it's so frustrating because when I was a child, I had a lot of like lucid dreams. I could go, go to, what's the world of Peter Pan? Neverland? Is yeah, it Neverland? I so. Yeah, I could just like fly to him yeah. into the star. Like, and, like constant dreams of I could do anything. Yeah. And that happened all the time. And now I haven't had a Peter Pan dream since I was probably six years old. Really? Ten, no. I want to fly again. Yeah, I've had some flying dreams, but not in a while. Yeah, those are the best. Right, yeah. It's like I've got the power. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like so many things, like the, the unseen. We don't right. know about dreams, ghosts, fear. I mean, all coronavirus. Like, we right. don't know. We just don't know. <laughs> all we can do is speculate. Yeah. Ask questions. Stay curious. Yeah, should be. Anything else you want to add on to this? Well, just maybe with the fear, Fear. like, to... Well, I guess, you know, aliens or sleep paralysis or um, ghosts are not as real of a threat to many as coronaviruses. So just to stay connected to your body, to yourself, to Earth. And That's a great practice to really anchor to earth, mm-hmm. to really visualize it also to yeah. yeah, not buy into the, all the craziness yeah. and still have the, not, I mean, again, now we're back in the gray zone. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't be reckless, but don't, I don't know. Don't allow, like, don't allow fear to take over. Right. Center yourself. Yeah. And yeah, I would say so. And have compassion for the ones who are freaking out. Yes. And for the ones who aren't. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for listening. (laughs) Um, If you don't follow us on Instagram yet, please make sure to find us on Instagram at selfworthcircle. Um. If you have any stories that you want to share with us, any cool ghost encounters or we we want to hear everything. Yes. (laughs) Bring it, bring it, bring it. All right. All right. Thank you so much and talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.